The Roots team is proud to bring you Strengthen Your Roots, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into connecting with teammates on topics like leadership, as well as personal and professional skill building. Welcome back to Strengthen Your Roots. Surprise, it's us Catalyst. Roots gave us the mic this month, and we're excited to share more about Catalyst and the topics that are important to us. I'm Kelsey White, your host. I'm an account specialist in Emmitsburg Retail Office in Northwest Iowa and a member of Team Catalyst. Today, I have a special guest with me, Angie Trepto, SVP of Lending Operations. Today, we are so excited to talk about something we both feel very passionate about, and that is empowering women in a time of transition. Before we dig too deep into our topic today, I want to touch base on what Team Catalyst is and why this is so important to our group. Team Catalyst's mission is to foster opportunities to empower women and enrich their professional development. Since this mission is so important to us, we really want to talk about how to empower women during transition, since all of our retail offices are currently going through a major transition with Big Team Thrive. So first of all, I just want to welcome Angie. Hi, Kelsey. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. We'd first just kind of want to dig in deep and want to know why you think it is so important to empower women during a time of transition. Well, first of all, we all go through a lot of transitions. Let's just think about our life, um, having the birth of a child or um, maybe, you know, having to have an unfortunate um, death of a friend or a close relative or a spouse or um, something of that nature. Um, becoming an empty nester, which I'm not looking forward to, but well, and here in a couple of years, retirement, career changes, um, I think the best thing when you're going through transition, though, is to have a buddy, a buddy um, and have that buddy system. And maybe not just that one person, but a person who knows you that can help you work through those transitions. Um, so when you're like on maternity leave and you're coming back from work, that leader is really that support group for you that helps you back through that transition. Um, that's just one of the transitions that I had went through in my life that I was, I felt like I was really supported by my team and my, my leader at the time, knowing who that buddy system is, that it's going to keep you positive, but yet knowing that you can have those hard conversations with them and tell them how you're really feeling, um, but also knowing that they're going to challenge your thinking and make sure you make good decisions for you um, going forward in life. I think that's a really good call out just to say that transitions don't have to happen during work. We have transitions in our everyday life whether it's just like you said, just in your personal life, going through transitions, life is all about transitions. And so it's all about where, where do you go the next step? You know, who, who's going to help you along in that journey? So having a buddy system is an awesome idea. Um, one thing that I noticed during the ICANN conference, one of the speakers had a quote that really um, stuck with me. And that was from Donzel Washington. When you get where you are set to go, you hit your goal. Don't forget to turn around and extend a hand to pull someone else up with you. I really like that when you think about a buddy system, because when you hit your goal, don't forget to turn around and reach out that hand. I like, I like that theory that we're all a team. We're all in this together. So let's, let's empower each other. Let's, let's lift other people up with us. Well, and sometimes um, I think that's hard, right? Because when we get where we're going, we're trying to build our own confidence and feel good about where we're going. And the first thing we're not thinking is to bring somebody else with us or to seek out um, somebody else who might be having the same struggles um, or maybe just life challenges. So what is important is to turn around and make sure that, you know, we're taking care of each other because that feels good. Um, I, you know, as a mother, when you take care of your kids and you 
make sure that they get to school on time. You feel good about that, right? But making sure that you're turning around to make sure that other people are also feeling good about themselves is also going to be important too, just in, in life. And it feels good to help people feel good. I agree. Sometimes we do a lot of encouraging of others and we don't even know we're doing it. There's just things in your daily talks with your teammates, encouraging words that might mean some might mean a lot to someone that you don't realize it until until they point it out or, you know, just little conversations can make a big difference in someone's life. What's interesting is one of the conversations I had, um, Kelsey, when I was young in my career, I was a leading officer. And I had um, a branch manager at the time, which would be somewhat equivalent to our lending leaders. A branch manager contacted me and he said, Angie, I have to know I have three young daughters. What's it like? And in his mind, he described being more in a male dominant world. And I said, well, that's quite interesting. You asked me that question. And he said, why? And I said, because as a lending officer, I feel like the customers don't take me serious, but I think it's because of my age. Like they don't think I have enough years in this role. So they don't see me as an expert or somebody that they value the feedback from yet because they, they think I don't know as much because I haven't been in this world and these seats and the, sho- the shoes that I wear right now um, that long. And he goes, wow, that's interesting. If you think you have a problem, you do. And if you don't, you won't. I think I was 23 at the time when he had said that to me. And I'll never forget that because I think sometimes we'll put in our own minds that we have problems that really don't exist. And that goes back to that buddy system. That person was that buddy for me because he thought it was my struggles might have been because I was a female in a lending officer role. But what he realized that my struggles were that I just felt that I was way too young to be a credible lending officer for customers. And he got a perspective of of me that was like, oh, okay, you didn't see it as a female thing. And I got a perspective of him that I was seeing a problem when it really probably wasn't there. And so that gave me that realization that that's where we can help support each other. And, and help us not take our minds to a place that maybe really isn't where it should need to go. Yeah, that completely makes sense. And I, I think that is such a huge accomplishment for you to look past that and to, and to realize this isn't a problem. This is in my head. This is my own insecurity. And then it goes right into that confidence. It built your confidence back up to know that this isn't, this isn't a real problem. This is my own. This is something I need to overcome myself. So, you know what's interesting about that though, Kelsey, if you think about it, somebody intentionally, unintentionally could put that in their head as it's an obstacle when we didn't realize it was. So I could have walked away from that conversation thinking, oh, maybe I should think I should have struggles because I'm a female and a living officer role. But instead, I chose not to think of it that way. So that is why we also need those buddy systems because we could we could have somebody say something that it's unintended, but we can turn it into something that it really wasn't. And I do think as females, sometimes we do that is we 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 might think something and we we're positive people, but sometimes we'll go to the the negatives of ourselves 
and, and sometimes that buddy system is good, but we have to also build ourselves up and realize that stay positive and know that we're chosen to be in roles for a reason or working for a company for a reason, um, helping a customer for a reason. Um, like we're, we're here for a reason and embrace those reasons that we're in. So when you embrace transition, a lot of that can provide great opportunity for growth and for development. So that's something that we kind of want to talk about to do also today was that transition doesn't always have to be negative. It can be so positive and have such great opportunities with it. Um, when we were in a catalyst meeting this week, one of the CSSs um, said she likes to bloom where she's planted. And I thought that is so neat. So I looked it up. I had never heard that before, bloom where planted. I looked it up and it's actually a biblical phrase. And it means that you can be fruitful and make the best life even when lemons get thrown at you. I just think it's really cool. You know, wherever you're planted in this transition, bloom. So that is an awesome statement. And that was awesome about that CSS because whomever she was referring to, she was trying to build them up as well. And that's pretty cool. And looking to how we build people up and how we help each other grow and develop. So during our transition with Team Thrive and blooming where we're planted, do you have any advice to teammates that might not get placed exactly their first pick? Um, maybe talk a little bit about leaders and what they see in potential. And I know you have a story that you just shared with us about what a leader once saw in you. Yeah, so somebody had asked me last week, Angie, have you ever went through this preferencing process in your career? And I've been through a lot of structure changes. I don't know. It's probably seven or so. But one of those changes back in the um, late 90s, early 2000s, we did have to preference for our role. Everybody in the company was preferencing for their, most of the people in the company were preferencing for their role. And I had, I was a lending officer at the time. And my options, um, I don't remember what all of them, them were. But my first option I preference for was to be an underwriter for the, our underwriting team. And then my second preference was to be a lending officer. And my leaders sat me down and they, you know, were surprised by that because I was a lending officer at the time. And he said to me, why do you want to be an underwriter? And I didn't really have a good answer for him why I wanted to do it. But in my mind, it was because it was, it, it, I felt it was safe. And um, he finally picked up on that and he said, why do you think that's safe? I mean, in every job we have responsibilities, every job we have expectations, every job we hold everybody accountable, it's just the job that you're asked to do. And I said, I know, but going out and selling loans kind of scares me. And what if I'm not successful? And he said, first of all, get the word sales out of your mind, you're building relationships. You're building relationships with farmers. And you will be successful because you have the support around you to help you be successful. And I see that as what's best fit in. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, I really want to do that job, but I'm kind of scared. And he's like, that's why we're here to support you. So he sees something in me and a skill set in me that I couldn't see in myself. And he really challenged my thinking of sometimes where we think we should be or sometimes where we, we want to be. Sometimes has to do maybe with like our confidence. And in my case, it was my confidence. Could I actually do a good job in the other role? And he challenged me and said, you can, and you will have support to do it. 
So we might not pick the right role that matches with our skill sets, or our real beliefs of what we really want to do, because we might be a little scared or it might seem fearful. And that's where, you know, he was my leader at the time, but he was also my buddy's sister. He challenged my thinking and it did put me in a living officer role. And I, I felt like that was the best role for me, but I couldn't see it. My, I, I couldn't see it myself. I think that is a great story to share because when we talk about buddy systems and we talk about pointing out things in others, like you said, sometimes it's easier to be hard on yourself and it's easier to take the easier route and to have someone there, whether it's a buddy, it could be a coworker, it could be your spouse, it could be a friend. When someone points something out in you and you didn't, you didn't see it before. And then, and then you sit back and you think, you're like, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So I do think we need to trust the process and we need to trust our leaders and know that, that this transition, although it might be scary, it could cut, lead to great opportunities. Oh, absolutely. It could lead to great opportunities and it could pull skills out of ourselves that we didn't even know we had. Myself, sometimes I can be my own worst enemy when it comes to mindset. So it's just having having that support system is really going to be beneficial. One thing that I have heard other coworkers in the operations team say is, I'm just so confident in my current role. It's like starting over. Um, when someone says something like this, what are some things we can do to help our teammates? So I would say when I had my first child, I was really comfortable not having a child because I knew what I was doing every day. I knew I was going to work and I was, you know, going to make supper and I knew how my day was going to work. And then when I met that little baby, I remember thinking, what am I going to do with this little baby? That's a transition in life. And that's something we didn't know. We all had to learn if we were parents, how to be parents, right? And we have moments where we're good at it. And we have moments where we're not so good. And um, I've had plenty of both of those moments. So it's kind of like this learning um, opportunity to understand that we're not going to be perfect. And so that's a transition in life, being a, becoming a parent, but also in every job. And I can honestly say every job I've taken, that every change I've made in my career, it was a transition that's hard. I, when I, whenever I would hire anyone as a leader, I would say, there's going to be a moment in here where your confidence is going to get shaped, that it's going to rattle you and you're going to feel like, what was I thinking? I can't do this job. That's a normal thing that you're, over time, I realize everybody goes through. Men and women both go through that. And what we need to do is make sure that, again, buddy system support group, that you can push through the uncomfortable. You can push through the unknowns. You can push through um, those moments to be great because every time we start a new job, it usually takes a really good six months to a year to feel confident in it. And, um, and that's okay. Um, because honestly, when we get out of that comfort area, that's probably when we're learning the most. That's probably when we're working really hard to have a good impact. So if we give really good attitude and really good effort to every opportunity, we're going to get there. We're just not going to be perfect to start. It might get a little messy, but it's okay because um, we're going to be great on that. That's for sure. I do know that I feel like women, especially, can be pretty hard on themselves. Um, I think myself, I am very good at encouraging others, but sometimes I forget to turn that around and encourage myself. So that's 
that's always a good lesson to be learned too, is not only be a buddy for someone else, but be a buddy for yourself. Oh, absolutely. There's some days where I get in the car and I think, oh, that didn't go well, or not a good day, or should have been better, should have did this, should have said that, should have didn't, didn't do this. And we get into that negative self-talk and we need something to bring us out of it. And maybe it's a podcast or maybe it's a book or maybe it's a phone call to a friend, family member. Maybe it's talking to a leader um, and just saying uh, that didn't go well. And I've had people when I say that didn't go well, they'll say, nope, wasn't your finest moment. But how could it be better? And um, so it's okay to have those moments, but figure out how to pull, pull yourself out of those moments or find somebody that will help pull you out of those moments. I agree. And I do like the comment that everybody wavers. You know, we all, we all have these moments. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're the CEO of a company or if this is your first week with the company, you, everyone's going to have these waivers. That's just part of life and it's part of working. That's right. And you think about it, everybody gets dressed the same way every morning. They get out of bed and they put one leg in at a time into their, you know, the pants for the, that they're going to wear that day. Yeah. I have never known anybody who could do acrobatics or jumps to put the pants on in differently. So we're all the same, whether it's, you know, Mark Jensen as our CEO, or whether it's, you know, myself or you, Kelsey, we all come into that moment, to that day, the same, and just, you know, be try to be as confident and comfortable. And if you waver, think out the support group, the buddy system, read, learn. Um, it's, it's a great organization to work with because I feel like we have a lot of support um, we just have to recognize that we have that support and pull those levers because people want people to succeed in this company. And that's what we need to all remember is that we're all trying to help each other be successful. I agree. hundred percent. You know, a lot of the things that I loved about coming to this company was that support. There's, there's so much resources out there, classes you can take, um, different things you can learn about self-awareness or leadership is everyone's business. There's just so much support around you as a person that will help you personally and professionally. Absolutely. One thing that we've talked a lot about lately with the company is how to build your brand. Um, what does that mean to you? I think that building your brand is one, being true to yourself. How, how do you want to show up every day and how do you want people to, to see you? And um, they don't have to be, you know, really a lot, big long lives. Like, I want to see people to, that know that I respect people, that I want people to be successful, um, whatever that is for you. And then make sure that you show up that way every day and be consistent because um, being consistent to truly who you are, that's that's building your brand. And that, if you ever do look at other opportunities or want to be the best in a, in a role, or want to be chosen to be a part of a, a group, such as Catalyst Roots, being who you are is what people truly want to see. I agree. You know, we talk about a lot in Catalyst about insecurities that women have when they see a job posting. Um, there's a lot of times a woman will see a job posting and they're, they think, oh, I don't have the years of experience, or I don't have the education that's required, and so they don't apply. And I think that is something that we need to talk about briefly, just because there are, those are minimum requirements. They are, you know, this is, or not minimum requirements, but those are a, a requirement, but not a set in stone thing. And so I do know that 
leaders that I've had have said, apply for it, put your name out there, put your face with it, let the company know that you're interested in growing and, and learning and developing and having more opportunities. Um, you can always do an interview, it's great practice. You know, there's different things that you can do along the way, but but go for it. Don't let those things hold you back. Totally agree because um, the worst thing, you don't get the job, but you've learned something along the way. So you're still gaining something. So it is important for us to put our names out there and to have conversations and seek um, um, opportunities to maybe look for mentors or people that we aspire to, to be alike or help us on our career path. Because um, that moment where we all say, oh, no, I don't meet all these requirements. Remember that job description is a guideline. It's, it's not the, you have to check everything off this box. What it means is it gives you an over, overview of the job. And do I think I would like that job? That's more how we should be looking at it is, not so much the requirements of the job, but do I, the job description is to say, do you think you'd like this job? Do you want this job? And then go for it. The best thing that happens, you get the job. Or sometimes the best thing that happens is you didn't get a job because you might have learned along the way that in my, my research or in the interview process or in my conversations, I find out maybe it's not the job. I or we just learned a lot that prepares us for the next time we look at that opportunity. For sure, all that feedback that you could get back um, through the interview process, it's just going to help you in the future. So I guess our main thought is that don't be insecure. Go ahead, have the confidence. If you're interested in something, put your name out there. And if you're feeling insecure or unconfident, seek out that buddy who's going to help push you along the way until you go for it. I agree. Um, one thing that we talked about in Catalyst is how important women are to the workplace. Um, we care. We care about people, our customers, our coworkers, and we care about this company. Um, a fact that I want to bring up is that 70% of the members of ERGs are women. And I think the reason that number is so high is because women do care. We care about the company. We care about where this is going. We care about, um, we want to be champions for change in the workplace. So I think that's kind of a cool, a cool fact that ERGs are, are made up of women because women are servants. Yeah, servant servants, heart. servant yeah, heart. We yeah. want to help other people. And as long as we stay in the positive of helping other people, I think that's going to take each other a long way. Um, it reminds me of a story when I was younger, a kid, my dad, um, well, actually, when I first got into working with Farm Credit Services of America, which now we know is Farm Credit Services of America, Frontier Farm Credit, my dad called me and he said, do you know when I would go to the bank to borrow money, who I wanted to talk to? And I said, who? You know, I never had this conversation with my dad about borrowing money from the bank. And he said, um, and I forget her name, but say it was Linda, but it was a female. And I said, why, why her? Like, why are you telling me this story, Dad? And he goes, because when the guy officer would come out and ask, what did I need? I would say, I needed Linda. Because why did I want to work with Linda? Because I knew she was going to get it done. I knew she was going to follow up with me. And I knew that she was going to take care of me. And so I wanted you to know that so you can have the confidence in your role and in your future that there is a value that women bring 
and and embrace that value of wanting to help others be successful and then take the world that way. And I thought my dad without knowing he was sending me that message was sitting like, you know, it's it's I'm supporting you and knowing you, telling you that there's a reason why you chosen and there's a reason why it would be successful. But it's taking care of people and taking care of the relationships and making sure that people understand that they're working for them. I think it's pretty valuable to think about the people when you start thinking about your life and your career and your transitions about who has empowered you in the past, right there at that story, it was your dad. He empowers you with that, with that scenario. Um, sometimes it is a family member or a friend or a coworker. I think the, there's so much value in being empowered by multiple people in th- throughout your life. So as we talk about empowerment through transition, I, I think we don't need to think just, just your leader or just, I mean, you can, as myself as an account specialist, I might empower someone that I didn't even realize I was empowering. Absolutely. We can all play that role for each other. Yep, exactly. I guess I just want to thank Angie for joining us today and talking about transitions and empowering women in the workforce. Um, I think you have brought a lot of value and a lot of great encouraging words. And I say, find that buddy. That's going to be our through this transition with Team Thrive, let's find that buddy. Let's be someone else's buddy and let's help empower each other. Thank you for having me, Kelsey. I enjoyed our visit today. Yes, thank you. If this was your first introduction to Catalyst, we hope you learned a little bit about our mission. Catalyst has some awesome opportunities to continue the journey of growth and empowerment. We have a mentor program yearly that you can sign up for to be a mentor or a mentee. We have book clubs that focus on great books and discussion on these topics and working on a new program that will focus on pursuing progress. More to come on this exciting new topic. If you are interested in becoming a member of Team Catalyst, look for a top story on August 29th. Thank you for joining us today on Strengthen Your Roots. We hope you enjoyed hearing from Catalyst and hopefully you gained at least one insight that will help you in the efforts to gain confidence in yourself and also reach back and lend a hand to a coworker. Let's help empower each other. Don't forget to comment on the podcast ponder question on Yammer for your chance to win a big prize. Come back next month to hear from Abby Jacobson and Darren Mercer as they discuss Bridging the Gap, the FCSA funding system. On behalf of Catalyst, we want to thank the Roots team for letting us take over the podcast. Thank you for joining us on Strengthen Your Roots. We hope you'll join us again on our next episode.